we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. How's it going? And welcome to the Standing Idly By podcast. Dermot Daisy O'Brien is here with you again. And today, I'm thinking about being a good ancestor. And what does that mean? Um, for me, it means that we need to consider the future as something that's in our hands right now. There's a quote I love from Standing Bear, who's an American Indian, and he says, We are the ancestors of the future, and we bear the responsibility of creating a world our grandchildren will be proud of. So that sits in a profound way for me, because in the modern world, I don't think we're invited um, so much to be thinking about what we do now and how that impacts on future generations. And even if they are not born yet, are we willing to consider those people, especially the ones who are carrying our bloodline, our grandchildren's grandchildren? Do we care about the future that they will inhabit? Or are we locked into the here and now and that's our priority. Um, so one of the things for me that's really important is how we develop our awareness around what we do now and how that matters. I reckon we need to get it into our heads that our decisions now about how we live might actually create challenges for the people of the future. So we, we have to consider the implications of that. We have to consider the implications of the decisions around what we are building, what we are extracting, what we are destroying, how we are consuming, and really filter that through a sense of a future where our bloodlines, our future ancestors, have a right. Do they? Do they have a right to a future where their needs can be met? Um, one of the things that I try to do when I think about it or an attitude that I try to put in place is about how do we give a gift to the future generations? So in many ways, what we do now can literally be a gift to future ancestors. And I like to think about it in terms of how they might celebrate the people of now the stories of what we did in this moment and how, yeah, like I can imagine people, and this is the idealist in me, or maybe I'm thinking off the wall of some sort of utopian future where people would be sitting around saying, remember those humans who changed the course of history because of how they decided to respond to the climate change, to pollution, to consumption, how they cherished cultural diversity, how they managed globalization, how they created a world free of conflict. And there's something about how capable we are of seeing ourselves as those humans, rather than waiting for the next generation to do it or the one after that, or really just being caught in our here and now buzz um, and not giving space to long-termism which is really about how we consider the things we do and how they impact in the long term. And I love, I love the reference point of there's a building in Ireland called Newgrange and it's literally 5,200 years old. It's a passage tomb. 
um, Neolithic monument. Um, so it, it, in, it actually predates Stonehenge. It predates the Great Pyramids of Giza. And there's a mind-blowing story around how it was built, how they used materials that you know, weren't really available in the nearby um, area, and yet they are there. Um, how they designed a building that on a particular day of the year, um, the sun shines through a particular small um, structure in the entrance of the tomb and then illuminates the whole passage. Like there's stuff like where you would sit and probably if you thought about it a lot, you'd be wondering, did humans actually do this? But beyond all of that, I sometimes wonder about the people who were committed to building something like that and how it sat with them that they probably wouldn't see the finished product, that they were committed to building something that future generations would appreciate and celebrate and use. Um, and I think that's something that people today find it pretty difficult to tap into because we are told everything is about now. Uh, short-termism rules um, we have an obsession with instant gratification it's all what can I get now how can I um, serve my desires now how can I get that you know I think someone describes us living in a, a dopamine rich ecosystem which is just looking for the hits all the time looking for the next hit and that can consume us um, and it becomes obsessive and we we almost are at risk of that being normalized Um but I think what we're not leaving space for is all of the risks associated with that approach to life and, and the future. Um, there's a, a deadly little quote from a guy called Drew Dellinger, and he talks about uh, waking up at 3.23 in the morning and he can't sleep because his great-great-grandchildren keep asking him in his dreams, what did you do while the earth was unravelling? And that's profound for me and it hits home when we dare to imagine what our future bloodlines might say in our dreams as they send messages through time asking us, what did you do? Did you sit back um, not play your role? Did you avoid the truth or the reality because it was uncomfortable? It was too much to bear? Did you deny the truth and the reality and the science um, because there's consequences to all of that and if we imagine how our future ancestors might talk about us um, that's how they'll judge us um, so I really think there's an opportunity and a challenge and an invitation for us maybe to consider take, having some deep time humility which to me is a lovely expression because it's about considering that, fair enough, this might be the hardest moment in human history to be telling people that you're really not that significant in the greater scheme of things. However, if we just give a little bit of attention to the threads of significance that are flowing from this moment into the future, then maybe we are in a position to do something big to do something significant in its own right to change the course of history to do things that our children's children will celebrate where they will recognize that 
the things we did now created a world where they can flourish, where they can look back on this time, see the tipping point as it manifested right in front of us, and then celebrate what we decided to do. Um, deep stuff, but I think, yeah, I really think the challenge is because we are really encouraged to just ignore the great expanse of what the future holds um, and to really just focus on today. What are, you, what are you doing today that you deserve to have your pleasure? You deserve to enjoy your life. You deserve to live in the moment. You deserve to pursue your own goals um, and even to do that at the expense of others because that's how life is. Um, but there doesn't seem to be, and I know lots of people are trying and there's great movements across the globe that are really inviting us to see a collective responsibility in all of this stuff. And if we want to be good ancestors, then I think we need to take all of this on board. Um, and it might require sacrifice. But for me, if I can imagine a future where my grandchildren's grandchildren will be celebrating the decisions we made now, the sacrifices maybe we made, um, that's good enough for me. Genuinely, that's good enough for me. And I'm willing to hold space in my mind and my heart for that. So hopefully that was stimulating for you. Um, talk to you all soon.